Hey y'all, before this episode starts, just wanted to pop in and make a little announcement that this podcast is now available on three more platforms. So now it's available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Yay, yay. I know though my Apple podcast people are waiting. It is coming soon. Apple podcast just takes long, but yes. So congratulations to this podcast. Also, I noticed I forgot to say in my first episode that this podcast will be uploaded weekly. So you're going to get weekly shows. Friends, um, if you really liked the first episode, and um, a humble thank you in advance. Now, let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Healing Corner with Nicole Hills. I am your girl, your shorty, your sister, <laughs> your friend. Nicole Heels and this podcast, if it is your first time here, is just about all things healing. It's a place where you can just, you know, decompress and find out some things about yourself at the very least. (laughs) And if I talk about a topic that, you know, it doesn't really resonate to your life, you know, also at the very least... You can just find out some stuff about other people and about the world, you know, help your mind expand as you learn more and more about the phenomenon that is healing. It's where you come to heal in your healing corner, in a nice cozy corner. So put on your whites, put on your jammies, (laughs) anything that you're comfortable in, even if you're on a bed naked put that on, you know, put on the energy of (laughs) relaxation, get your tea and come and get this healing. So back to who am I? I am Nicole Hills. It's in my name. I am a healer. I know you can hear it in my voice. (laughs) Um, I am a spiritualist and overall content creator. And I specialize not only in just healing, but inner child healing, because that's where I believe that we acquire most, if not all, of our wounds. <laughs> and in um, if you're ever looking at your own behavior in the present and you just want to know, like, why do I react this way? Why do I feel like I'm avoidant of intimacy, you know, all of these different things that we deal with as adults, you can most likely trace it back to your childhood and like situations in your childhood. Yeah, but most likely to your family dynamics and your parents parenting style, you know, when we're kids, we're sponges and we pick up pretty much everything from our parents. And so they're the first people to teach us how to do everything, you know, how to love, how to be in conflict, how to resolve conflict or not, how to take accountability. Whew. So yeah, on this podcast, you'll be hearing all about that. So before we get into this episode, 
ways to support me because this work is free right now, but it is taxing, financially taxing. You know, Mike's talk on Mike's quest money. These headphones, these cute pink headphones quest money. Um, and not only monetary, you know, um, tax, but also energetic tax. I am sure like if you've ever consumed my content, um, on all of my different platforms, which I'll get into and are most likely in, in links in the show notes, you can feel and perceive, you know, the energy that I put into all of my work. Because like, at the very, very depths of me, I just want everyone to heal. So my work is very intentional. And I hope that you can appreciate that and appreciate that by, you know, send a little love or a lot of love to my cash app, um, which is, you know, the regular cash app dollar sign capital N-I-C-C-C-1, which will be in the show notes. Um, Also, subscribe to my Patreon where you can support me every month with $4.44. But also, you know, if you want to make your own pledge, you think I deserve more. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) And um, yeah, subscribe to support me in general as a creator, but also... To get a little loving, a little more extra loving. Um, I am a writer. Before I've been, you know, had the gift of gab and bitter wordsmith. I am a writer. And um, on my Patreon is where I share writings about healing. So if you would like to go and get a piece of that, feel free to. I also have journal prompts on there and other content, which you can check out when you subscribe. Other ways to support me is generally by, you know, subscribing to my YouTube, where I also talk about this healing work in, you know, smaller bites than um, the podcast. Also by, you know, following me on social media. I am on TikTok at Nicole Heels. I'm also on Instagram where I make additional content um, on healing and I drop my Patreon releases and I have a whole, um, you know, content, I guess you call it scheme um, that is very aesthetically pleasing to the eye, if I do say so myself. (laughs) So um, go follow me on there and, you know, to keep up with me in general, you know, see my face. Um, That is at Nicole.Heels because someone is holding my username hostage. (laughs) So yeah. Nicole.heels. Also follow me on Twitter, which is at Nicole Heels, where you know you can keep up with me. If you feel like you resonate with me and my energy, I follow people and retweet people that resonate also with me and my energy. So on there, you can um find other people to follow that will help you on your healing journey and your overall spiritual journey. So now that that is out of the way, let's get into today's episode. So the title of this is just a reminder to stop being so hard on yourself. 
I came up with this idea. I wrote it this morning, actually. And I feel like it took a lot out of me because I just felt drained afterwards. Like, which, you know, speaks to the energetic tax that making all of this content takes. So, you know, drop me a little some, some. <laughs> but yeah, I made this TikTok where I was just like a 15 second reminder to stop being so hard on yourself, you know? And I got to work on a script because I really feel like a lot of us need to hear this. And a lot of us need to say this to ourselves as well as to each other more frequently so that we feel comfortable what some people would say, quote unquote, slacking off, but what I would call conserving one's energy, you know, taking necessary breaks. And well, just because you are so grounded in the fact that you are doing enough, you know, that you are doing the work, reminding yourself that you are succeeding, that you are healing. And it's not even that it will pay off, but it is paying off right now. There's just something that may be blocking you right now from seeing it. But you deserve to know that and you deserve to be reminded of that. So I feel like the question is that you have to really think about is like, why do you feel that you're not? Yeah. Why? Like, what's making you feel like you're not doing enough? Past the like, oh, I put 12 things on my to-do list and I only was able to get to six. You're human. Like, <laughs> like logically, if you look at all that you do and all the time that it takes to do all that you do, any person from the outside looking in would see that you are. And honestly like every episode I'm dragging myself here too <laughs> because like I need to hear this frequently with myself I frequently need that encouragement that's why I keep um, a planner so that as I check things off I am able to like consciously see that all that I do and that I am doing enough you know, and it's helped me to organize myself to where I'm not just putting 12 random sporadic things on a to-do list and expecting myself to get it all done within like, like before 5 p.m. And if I don't, then I'm a failure, you know, that's not fair. And I realize that's not fair to me. I deserve specific days for writing content. And then specific days for filming content. And I realized that because I had to see and feel within my body just how taxing each one is. To where I'm like, okay, if I feel up to writing out something, writing out a script and filming in the same day, then fine. But I'm not going to put myself up for that failure because I know how much filming takes out of me. 
And I know how much writing takes out of me. I've been a writer all my life. You know, writing is my thing. You know, it's the way that I express myself and my creativity is still, I journal all the time. It's the way that I let out the contents of my mind. So in a way you can say that like writing is a way that I expend my energy. You know, it's not fair to me to expect myself to write and expend all that energy expend my heart you know because that's the energy that I put into my work and I hope y'all could feel it (laughs) but yeah it's not fair to me to expect myself to have these unrealistic expectations on myself and I hope that you get what I'm saying and you're applying it to my to you because you don't deserve all of that all of those unrealistic expectations. And I really just want to tell you that you're not alone because like I, like I said, would, you know, chastise myself for not doing enough, putting 12 things and only being able to really tackle four. Meanwhile, I got a whole podcast. (laughs) I make content on TikTok, Instagram, you know, all of these, all of these things that I'm doing And I really had to, which is also um, why I wanted to do this episode. You really have to, like, when you're feeling this way, confront why. You know, like, realize all that you do and confront. Well, sometimes we can't because we have that block. But just confront first. Why do you feel this way? And that will lead you wherever it needs to take you. But I'm sure you do a whole lot, especially now, like we're in a whole pandemic, like we're all going through trauma, (laughs) you know, like we're witnessing mass death and in fear of our own, you know, not to get too deep, but to get deep, like that's already weighing on you. Meanwhile, you also trying to heal, which props and commends to you because like, that's hard. You're, you're trying to heal your inner child and validate your emotions and do all of this other things behind the scenes. People probably depend on you. You probably got kids. Why do you not feel like you're um, doing enough? Like, it's so easy in this state to look at the glass half empty and be pessimistic and forget conveniently all that we do and how we're honestly just human and only have 24 hours in a day. You know? And to further crack myself open to (laughs) y'all and get to my point, reflecting on... Why some days I feel like I'm not doing enough and I worry about failing. Meanwhile, knowing that I do so much, knowing all that I do. And I had to really go to that one place. And I want to take y'all there where everything wrong with us happens, which is childhood. (laughs) And honestly, all the answers are stored. 
because usually when we cannot place why we feel the way we feel in general or about something, it's our inner child, you know, that that's feeling those emotions, that's feeling those, um, that's having those thoughts of dissatisfaction with yourself and feeling that discontentment. And you really got to wonder why. Well, number one, acknowledge that like your inner child is feeling that like that's why you feel it. It's being felt deeply, deeply in you. And it's your inner child that's battling them. You know. And in realizing that. That's why you can't really use logic like present day logic to solve a lot of our emotional problems because we have an inner child and they are the ones feeling our emotions. And you want to know why? Because children are not allowed to be children, let alone be their full and true emotional selves. Someone is always trying to come in and police our emotions as children. You know, and minimize our emotions for their own convenience because they don't know how to deal with emotions. And so, like, this is why children, children are my besties because they are the greatest example of what it means to truly feel your emotions and then get over it in 15 minutes because they were so deep in their bag. You know, like they keep a duffel on them for that exact purpose. (laughs) To feel their feelings. And it's like, it's unfair when we try to minimize it. Like, oh, they, they stop crying 15 minutes later. They don't, you know, they're not really crying about it. Like, yeah, they are. Yeah. Children be in ultimate distress because we're little humans trying to navigate a big world that has all of these rules and social contexts and overall contexts that we are not privy to. We don't know that it's inappropriate to just start wailing and crying in public places. Even though people expect us of expected of us because we're children but like we don't know that that's not socially acceptable we don't know about what socially acceptable things are (laughs) you know and so like you're gonna be in a lot of distress as a child when you're trying to navigate this big world and you are just not being allowed to express yourself and express your frustrations you know, with trying, with having to understand your own emotions, as well as like, in a way, compartmentalize yourself in order to fit in with society, which as an adult, that's hard, <laughs> you know? And so like, It would be heaven on earth if we had someone there 
to help us name our emotions and acknowledge our emotions. Um, well, so that we can like understand why we are feeling and what we are feeling so that we can then come up with our own logic to where we can like confidently without any like negative undertones say like, okay, I know that this is not that serious because when this happened before, you know, it wasn't all that bad and it wasn't all that dangerous as I perceived, you know? And so, um, where was I going with that child? (laughs) Oh yes. Yes. Children and feeling when we're children, like I said, that was heaven on earth. We don't, a lot of us don't get that. If you did get that, yo child props to you. Let me know if you sell good child. Where do they sell good childhoods at? You know, like, can I, child? <laughs> like, is there some way, like, I could buy it? Like, is there a payment plan? <laughs> do I got to give blood? Because I will do that. Do I got to make a blood pact with somebody? Child. Anyways. <laughs> But, um, yeah, because we're not really able, like I said, to feel our feelings, we're not able to feel the whole of our feelings and feel how intense they are because that is ultimately the answer to healing. You got to start feeling your feelings and feel comfortable in your body, feel your feelings, feel comfortable with having feelings in your body and comfortable feeling them. And that's why healing takes over time because a lot of us run away from our feelings. We're taught through childhood that our feelings are bad. Our feelings get us in trouble. Our feelings um, have consequences. Like when we express our feelings, we, we get consequences from our caretakers and those consequences you know are usually dangerous to us we don't feel safe we get yelled at violence is enacted on us and so we then equate having feelings with danger and with something dangerous and so we're not willing to feel our feelings We got a lot of a lot to learn from children, child. And that's ultimately why it's really important to look at the feelings that we can't really place because they're usually connected to a past wound, you know? And Acknowledge those feelings because your inner child, you know, is trying, like, it needs to express itself. You need to express yourself, you know? So, like I said, that's why we can't really use present logic to solve a lot of our emotional problems. Because you can't logically explain to a child something that makes sense to your current mindset. And that's why we have these emotions that's why emotions are so complex and why we have these emotions that we just cannot place no matter how much 
we know, you know, that this thinking is irrational, but our minds just can't help to go there. It can't help to just feel abandoned, even though someone may have like provided you closure and like explained to you why they're leaving. But we just can't help to feel that abandonment. We can't just help to have our minds go to those, those, like what I like to call, or not really like to call, <laughs> but what I call, you know, like those corners of low self-esteem to where you're like, oh, they left like everyone else and they left because of this insert bad thing about myself here. You know, even though you know why they left or you know, logically, like the why to something, you still can't help to feel sad about it and to have your mind ruminate on these other possibilities because it's your inner child who needs to understand it. And not only that, They understand by feeling first. Because this whole like logic thing that adults come up with and logic without, mainly talking about logic without emotion, but also like logic first. For me, not only because I'm a healer, I'm empathic and I am clear sentient, but, and I got a moon in a 12th house and a 12th house stellium child, (laughs) and I'm a fire sign, like all of these emotions, you know? So it's like feeling first is key for me, but I also have air placements, meaning, you know, air is logic and thinking. So like, I try to think my way through things And I had to really show myself, my inner child had to frequently show me that child, I don't understand. (laughs) Like, I just truly, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. It's going to a brick wall. It's only going to one part of yourself. But the part of yourself that's actually feeling these things, the part of yourself where these wounds are it's not computing until you feel it when you're in those trenches of feeling that's when the block can release and your childhood self can finally understand because children understand by feeling you know because like it makes sense think about it As they go through life, we have to mentally develop. And yeah, we also have to develop emotional intelligence that, you know, tells us why we feel the way we do. But in order to know the why, we have to feel it and go through it and observe it, dissect it, you know? Come on, somebody. (laughs) We have to... I learned this from yoga with Adrian. Yo, if you do yoga with Adrian, you are officially a bad bitch. <laughs> so she said something in a video that always stuck with me. 
And I love when I hear it because I forget which video it's from. And then I'm, I pick that video to, you know, do that yoga again. And she says it and I get excited because she says, see feelingly. You know, like it doesn't even need that much of an explanation. See feelingly. Observe. You know, intuitively feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I could just hear somebody just being like, oh, you know, like, and if that was you, um, yeah, I'm saying yeah to you. You, my co-host. Yep. You provided me with the ad libs. Thank you so much, my love. But yeah, learn how to see feelingly. Learn how to put feeling first. And know, because I know that's why a lot of us are so weary of feeling. Because like we equate feeling with danger. And because we don't know all that's going to go on and like where our mind is going to go. Like we look at feeling as like this vast open sea. And a lot of us don't want to get lost. We don't want to drown in our feelings. And that's why we shy away. And so you have to start feeling safe enough to feel in multiple senses of the word safety, you know? So allow yourself to feel first. I know it takes time to feel comfortable doing that and to put the thinking mind and logic second and feeling first because a lot of us use our minds to, I know I do, to try and navigate our feeling. And like, child, I got an Aquarius rising. Like that is a given for me. But being so, you know, as empathic that I am and so much of a feeler that I am, I really had to see how much trying to think my way through things, through the vast waters, was actually putting plugs in my boat. You know? The fact that I even had a boat, it was just like, girl, what is you doing? You're doing, you're going about it the wrong way. You got to swim through this. Yeah. So you have to go in your past. You have to, you have to explain feelingly (laughs) to your inner child. Like what you're going through and let them show you what you're going through right now. Let them show you why y'all feel like y'all are not enough, like y'all are not doing enough. You got to let your inner child lead the way and show you the root to this and all of your emotions so that you can uh, feel it and understand it with both your child and your adult mind simultaneously. And you can feel it in your body and experience it using the tools that you have now. So now what we got to do 
for all of us that are not feeling good enough for a reason that you just can't place. You know, you could probably place that you don't feel like you're doing enough, but you probably can't place the why. You could place the feeling, but not the root. And now you got to allow your inner child to guide you to the point in childhood where you were told and made to believe that you were not good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. This is why I love podcasting because like I'm not even in a room with y'all, but I am. And like I could just I could feel the conversation that we're having. And let me tell you, if you need to pause this right now and or at any point and start journaling, maybe, you know, do a little cry, maybe go and take a walk because <laughs> I be needing to do that, y'all. Something something affects me too much. I'm like, you know what? Let me take a walk. <laughs> if you got to take a nap, listen, child, I live in the dream world, literally. <laughs> I lives in the 12th house. So like, yeah, you have to allow your inner child to guide you and know that that takes time. But you got to go back to that point where you were either told explicitly or through energy or gestures and underlying context, which we can also call um, energy that we felt as children to where we believed that we were not good enough. We were told that we weren't good enough and that we were not enough. And that our efforts were not acceptable. Who was unsatisfied with them? And who did you register was unsatisfied because they were unsatisfied with your efforts, that they were unsatisfied with you as a person? Because that's also something. When we're children, we have to try to understand our feelings because we feel a lot. We are feelers. And when we can't do that, our mind will create these narratives so that we can try to understand. But the thing about these narratives is that they, number one, may not be all the way true, not to like minimize your feelings at all, but these narratives that we tell ourselves, they may not be all the way true. And they do more harm. They may do more harm than good, you know? Because like giving the example of like the parent that isn't really there, you know, they always got to work. The child may feel rejected and abandoned. And even if you try to logically explain to them, mommy has to work so that they can pay bills. Mommy and daddy got to work a lot. You got to stay with grandma. It doesn't mean that we don't love you and that we don't accept you. It means that you know, we got to come up on some money so we could all survive. You and your childhood self may like when you become an adult, you may know that because it's like, yeah, I understand that now, but your childhood self may still feel rejected and abandoned by these narratives that we may tell ourselves that 
Mommy just doesn't want to spend time with me. Mommy doesn't really like me as much as she likes the people at her job because she's always there and she's not with me. Aw. Aw. Yo, whoever's inner child that was, my heart goes out to you. I love you so much. And know that you deserve to feel those feelings. You deserve to feel your feelings. No matter how, quote unquote, illogical they are, you know, you still deserve to feel them. Because I know we get a lot of these notions from society. But listen, when I tell you, don't listen to these people. I be having to tell myself like, yo, don't listen to these people. Everyone is winging it. Everyone is winging it. So it'll be the blind leading a blind. Some people just want to be listened to. Some people just want power. Some people just want to feel good knowing that other people listen to them. Knowing that they don't have anything substantial to really say and really put out um, into the world. A lot of a lot of people on Twitter like that. <laughs> a lot of men on Twitter like that. Yep, them, them checkered flags in that bio. <laughs> It it gives off its own stench, you know? But, let me stop. But yeah, don't let let these people try to convince you that, oh, your emotions are illogical, so you don't deserve to feel them. Don't listen to the people in your past when when you were a child that told you that. You know? And so, more questions... You know, to ask yourself is like, you also have to wonder if you internalized the fact that what I said about um, this narrative that they were unsatisfied with your efforts, so they were unsatisfied with you in general, wondering just how much you internalized this and in what different ways. Also acknowledging that this may be just an internalization and a narrative you know, and your your child mind, even if it is just a narrative, they still need to feel this and know that you didn't deserve to feel like that. You didn't deserve to be put in that space to feel like that. And your childhood mind may need to know and be further encouraged that they are doing right that they are right especially if when you were a child you were made to feel like you were doing everything so wrong that you were always you know policed you weren't really allowed to be independent and do things on your own you may have internalized that like I'm just wrong as a person. I'm just wrong. The way I think in general is wrong. And I need someone else to always, you know, tell me how to think and how to be. Your inner child needs to know that they are right. And it needs to be, they need to be celebrated. They need to have their mind celebrated. You know? They need to know that you are proud of them and the way that they think. 
just like your adult self needs to know that. And so how exactly do we do this? How do we further encourage ourselves? How do we show ourselves that we are enough, that we are doing enough, that we are making great efforts and that our efforts are paying off? Like I said before, something that I adopted is making a daily schedule or a daily to-do list and checking it off because you'll feel real accomplished by that check. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you right now, like when you get to ching, when you get to just do it like Nike, you know, when you get to put that check, it'll feel so good. Especially if, you know, you've had problems with trying to fit in different things. You know, you may um try have trouble um not planning out um carrying out like one full task because like when you get into one task and you it, it reminds you of a different task and then like you do half tasks. That's me. And so having it written down in a realistic way, you know, four or five good things that you need to do to, to, for the day rather than a whole 10, because the li- the amount of things that you have to do also can enable half tasking, you know, so figuring out how much you can do in each day by making a to-do list and then checking it off. And allowing yourself to feel good. And then as you check them off, say something encouraging. Like, oh my gosh, thank you. I'm so happy we could get this done. I'm so proud of you. Good job, my love. Yay. You know, allow your childhood self, like speak to your inner child and allow your childhood self to feel that excitement. Allow yourself to feel that excitement. You know? And don't, don't like psych yourself out by saying like, why am I, you know, so excited that I did this little thing? It's so little, you know, even if you gotta say you're proud of yourself for taking a shower, do it, you know, cause who's to say that, who's to say what is acceptable to be proud of and what isn't? And I'll tell you exactly who's to say. Haters. And they got something going on with them. But listen, you can celebrate the smallest thing and feel good about it. And you deserve to because fuck all that other shit. Anyways, regularly encouraging yourself and being proud of yourself for things. It allows yourself to have a more positive, optimistic, glass half full mindset. And you're seeing directly exactly what you do. And by encouraging yourself, it's like a double feeling. Like I am doing the work. And by acknowledging that you're doing the work, acknowledging that you're happy and you're excited that you're doing the work. It's also like etching it in your mind as you etch it on paper. It's allowing you to feel yourself doing the work. See? And we come full circle, period. Because we may know we're doing the work, 
we may know we do 12 things in a day, but if we don't feel it, if our childhood self does not, if you don't let, allow your child, your inner child and yourself to feel that you're doing the work, to navigate it feelingly, then you're always going to feel unsatisfied. And especially if you are not encouraged as an inner, um, as a child, your inner child need this needs this very badly because you were starved and children need this type of encouragement and positive reinforcement in general. So also another way that we um, allow ourselves to know that we're doing enough is to acknowledge our feelings when they come up Um, that we may be unsatisfied or we may feel inadequate and take time to feel them and be there with yourself. You know, be there with your inner child. Don't, and you don't always have to just solve them. You know, you don't always have to try and solve it and usually solve it with logic. Just be there. Just allow yourself to feel. Just acknowledge these feelings and feel safe, you know, in this space of feeling. Know that you won't drown. Or honestly, okay, let me be completely transparent. You may drown. (laughs) Especially if you wasn't allowing yourself to feel, there may be that one wound where it's like you allow yourself to feel it a little bit and like just the floodgates just open and you may cry. You know, there may be that one thing that may trigger us and we may feel like we're drowning. But let me tell you, it's just a little tears. <laughs> you can't even make a full cup of water with the tears. Like you won't drown in them. Know that you are safe. And honestly, all you have to do is be there with yourself as you're feeling it and you'll feel safe. Tell yourself that you're here. Tell that inner child that you are here. Soothe yourself. Get under some covers. If you got to get in fetal position to feel comforted, because that's ultimately what you need. Soothing and comfort. Hug yourself as you cry. Hold yourself. You know, even if you got to cry into the wall under the covers. (laughs) I'm laughing because that's how I used to cry. Because, you know, like, I was ashamed of crying at one point the feeler ashamed of crying child would you look at that can you imagine that (laughs) but yeah do your best to make your inner child feel seen and heard another way is to journal about how much you did for the day or the week journal how you feel accomplished and whenever you feel accomplished and how proud of yourself that you are and really that you like did the work and whatever work that you did if you're excited about something like oh my gosh I just wrote something I just I'll take it from my life like oh my gosh you know I just wrote a script for something and it felt really good to write you know I feel like I released a lot I really feel like I really channeled what I really want to say I really channeled my feelings the contents of my heart (laughs) into words and onto this web page well I was gonna say onto this paper onto this page, onto this Google Doc, honey. 
you know, and just relishing in that excitement is going to allow you to further feel that you do enough. And it's going to encourage you and it's going to beget more positive feelings and um, encouragement and pride for yourself. This etches it in your brain by etching, etching it in your body as you etch it on paper. Which is really needed because we're so prone to being so pessimistic about ourselves and what we do. Also, don't be afraid to tell people that you trust. That you trust. Tell people that you trust. How much you accomplish and how good you feel so that they can like, you know, opt in on the praise and help you see and receive some further positive reinforcement. And I say people that you trust. And I say people that you trust. Because child, we all know when you tell the wrong person your business and they just shit all over it, it's like the worst thing in the world. (laughs) Like, It's just like Debbie Downer. It's giving hater. Like all of that. It's so annoying. But yeah, tell people that you trust. Tell people that are close to you. Tell a best friend. And, you know, allow someone else to be proud of you too. Because you also deserve that. (laughs) Another way is to be realistic with yourself. Like I said, like, yeah, You got 24 hours in a day, but you sleep for about four to 10. And for the people that's four, like me, I'm going to need y'all to up it to like a good six. (laughs) But like you sleep for a good like four to 10. I know them 10 hour sleeps too. Whoo, they be hitting. Your neck be hurting though, but they be hitting. They be hitting. (laughs) And also going along with that, you need me time. You need breaks from your work for like six of them. Six of those hours, me time and breaks. Breaks to have the me time. You know, that probably takes like roughly six hours. Then plus some tasks take longer than you anticipated, you know, and probably they take longer than you anticipated because you ain't want to do them in the first place. That's valid. (laughs) (laughs) that's fine but know that that takes time you know and if you know your energy is low be realistic with yourself first of all be realistic with yourself that you are human and that just because you have free time it don't mean that the energy that you have means that you can just do anything because like yeah If you go to the gym, if you got some free time, yeah, you got free time. But that don't mean that you always have the energy to go to the gym. It don't mean that you always got the energy to do certain things, the mental capacity. You know, all of that consideration makes us human. So allow yourself to be human. And on the days that you know your energy is low, accommodate that. 
Because it's actually not realistic to just grind through low energy because that's only going to beget more low energy and drain you more. And then you're going to feel like you have to trudge through life like you're running through water and walking through thick quicksand. And why do you have to do that just to feel accomplished? Because a lot of people do. Child, child, child. Capitalism, child. So anyways, all in all, you deserve to know and be told and feel that you do enough, that you are enough. You deserve to know And to feel that you do enough and that you are enough and that you didn't deserve to have your efforts slighted and minimized and perverted and pushed away and put down when you were just trying your best with the best that you had at the time, you know? And you don't deserve it now. And you don't deserve to do it to yourself. You don't deserve to keep adopting these the mindsets of these people in your past that have harmed you. You know? And you don't deserve to keep these inner narratives that we tell ourselves about our work ethic and about all that we do and who we are to stay because they do more harm than good. And even if all you could muster up today was doing your hygiene, putting on fresh clothes and turning on this podcast, celebrate that because it's still something that you did and it falls under the very important realm of care. So shout out to you for caring for yourself. And if you did do additional things than that today, for those of you that did, pat yourself on the back because you did bonus work. (laughs) You did care plus more. You know, we all deserve to feel good. And we all deserve to celebrate what we are able to do and all the efforts that we are able to make. So do that. Please remember to do that because you deserve it. Thank y'all so much. So, so, so much for listening. I really do appreciate you listening to me and using me as a tool on your healing and spiritual journey. That means so much to me as a spiritual teacher and a healer that you allow me to heal you in many different ways that I can through all of my platforms. So I just want to extend that appreciation to y'all. And um, yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening. I will see y'all in the next one and on the rest of the interwebs. (laughs) Bye or see you later. Hear you later. (laughs) Bye, y'all.